Welcome to episode three of the Rebel Entrepreneur Coaching Series. Last time, Christina was sending out tiny watermelons. We were emailing people, we were making calls, and let's find out what happened. The purpose of these episodes is to inspire you to take action with your business. You can answer the questions I ask Christina, you can work alongside her and you can grow with her. Every Thursday, there will be a new coaching episode and we'll continue to go on this business journey together. The extraordinary belongs to those that create it. Rebelling against business plans and debt, rebelling against what society expects of us to build cool businesses, make money, have fun and do good. Let's create something extraordinary together. Welcome to The Rebel Entrepreneur. So welcome back to the show, Christina. Uh, we are dying to know what happened to your melon. Oh, my melon. So my <laughs> my wear melon. I was like, oh, this is so cheesy, but I think it's funny. <laughs> Last time you went off to find a few new people and to catch up the old people and then to send your second mailer email campaign, which is the watermelon campaign. Yes. So I've been... I did update my website with the link. So when you click on that link now, there's a call to action at the bottom of the page with a contact form, uh, which I need to add to all my pages. But I figured since that's the one I'm sending people, that was a good start. That's definitely the place to begin, <laughs> the one you're actively promoting. I love that. Yeah. So did that. I haven't been able to find the new people yet. I've been a little busy with projects, but that's definitely on the, the list when things wrap up this week. And... I went and did the second mailer and second round of calls. And that included also emailing back the people that said, take me off your list, which one of whom <laughs> I didn't hear from. And then the other one said, oh, well, thank you. We don't need your service. So I was like, OK, well, that was. Well, nice. that's a polite response. That was yeah. at least a less of a, are you a robot? Get lost. At least yeah. they responded nicely. Cool. Because you never know where these things go. You never know yeah. where these things go. Was it just literally that one line saying, we don't need your services, thank you? Yeah, basically, it was pretty quick. So then I just said to myself, well, I'll find someone else at your company to harangue. <laughs> <laughs> I love it because it's always interesting when you know the company buys what you're offering, but someone has said no. And quite often they just go for a generic reason rather than explaining actually what's going on. And there's always another way in. There is always another way in. Well, and I also imagine like it's a lot of trial and error. And the way a lot of these companies work is some of them do things like this directly through their own marketing. Some of them probably go through their PR. And then the way a lot of like, since we're talking liquor companies specifically is who I'm going after. I just know from my years in the industry, that a way a lot of them work is their like brand ambassador teams and stuff. Some of them handle this kind of content within their brand team and some of them don't. And then some of those brand teams are through an agency that's not technically the company at all because it protects them liability wise. Okay. So, you know, I feel like it's a little bit of a process like doing the runaround and trying to figure out who I'm actually supposed to be talking to. And I hope they would forward it to the right person, but I, I also can't assume that that's happening. So I think it's just the legwork, I guess. Yeah, no, the forwarding bit doesn't often happen. That is not, yeah. <laughs> that's definitely not a standard procedure. Oh, this lady wants to sell to us. Make sure it gets to the right person. That's not normal. Definitely not normal. So did you do the follow-up calls this week to the melon one? 
I did. This week was primarily um, voicemails. Primarily voicemails. So 25 voicemails. Uh, I think less than 25 because I don't have numbers for all of them. And there's a few numbers that I was informed that like <laughs> there's one, like a brewery that's actually local, but they also own they own a couple of restaurants and whatnot. And the phone number that I had found was like, oh, we're the restaurant, you know, and so trying to find <laughs> so would the you right like a phone table? Number. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> were they able to help you? Did you ask them? Yeah, I did ask them. They gave me the email and they said, oh, she's very responsive by email but they didn't have her phone number. So I already actually had the correct email, but you know, at least it was kind of, it was You're nice on the right me. track. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So how do you feel about the whole project? Cause we're sort of, we've had 25 people. We've done version one and had a few no's and then we've done version two and left voicemails. How are you currently feeling? So I am feeling like, I feel like I have just gotten over the like, pump of the scared to reach out to people to like cold contact. And it's interesting. I mentioned my email that I was like oddly enjoying the terror of it all because it does <laughs> scare me. It's terrifying to like reach out to people and sell. But then I realized like my normal day to day job is so boring. Like I want to just quit like so badly because I'm so bored all the time. And then I was like, oh, you know, like being scared is like, actually way more exhilarating than being bored so <laughs> i'm like oh i actually rather i was like i want to just quit my job and send these stupid emails that terrify me this would be great <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it's interesting isn't it how you feel alive at those moments where you're doing something outside your comfort zone having to push yourself and how it gets your heart going yeah and i never would have thought like oh challenge yourself push yourself be outside of your comfort zone like when people say that kind of stuff i think Oh, jump out of an airplane. Like I never would have thought that <laughs> sending emails and making calls would actually be, you know, kind of exciting. Like, so that's been an interesting find of this last week. I was like, I kind of enjoy the adrenaline of this. It definitely is because you don't know what's going to happen. I'm ringing this stranger. Are they going to say yes? Are they going to say no? Are they going to, are they going to shout at me? That which rarely happens, but my mind always goes to the worst case scenario. But that's rarely happened in however many years of doing this. But it gets you going and it gives you a buzz. And one of the things that I say repeatedly at Pop-Up Business School is everything you want in life is outside your comfort zone. Otherwise, you'd already have it. Yeah. Like if you were comfortable building your business, you would have done it already and you wouldn't need me. We wouldn't need to have a chat. You wouldn't feel about these things. So it's going to be outside and it's definitely going to be shaking up and the fact you've learned to oddly enjoy the terror which i love that phrase i've oddly enjoyed the terror of calling is brilliant i think it's time now that you started to get to that feeling to amp things up a bit we should put the pressure on a little bit more we should go a little bit bigger we should go a little bit faster because if you're starting to feel more relaxed and a little bit more comfortable and actually you're going this is better than boredom um <laughs> Because I think you've got a good message. You've got a web page that has now a description of what you do, has some text, has a contact form. Like, let's start to go bigger. Let's really start to push these people. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, tell me how. How do I push them? How do you push them? Uh, well, let's go again. We've got the original 25, which we've hit twice now. Let's go again. Let's go for a third one. 
Do you have an idea for the third one or do we need to come up with an idea of something that will grab their attention? So I have it already shot. I have some images for it. And it's a miniature whiskey bottle that I put full-size bottles around. So you can't really make out any of the bottles, but it's like this little bottle surrounded by obviously large bottles. And it's, I think the text is going to be something like, you know, are you lost among your competitors or are you being overshadowed? Because there's a picture where there's like a shadow of like the big bottles over the little bottles. So like, that's cool. are you being overshadowed or, you know, kind of, I haven't quite figured it out. But somewhere in that is like the tagline. Is your drinks brand standing out amongst the competitors? Something that yeah. gets people thinking, is your brand being overshadowed by bigger brands? How big is your drinks brand? Well, yeah. it's not all about size, <laughs> but we can yeah. definitely get you heard. Uh, we, you can have a lot of fun with this, but I think it's getting in front of, let's get in front of those 25 people. And then, so tell me about the voicemail you've been leaving. What have you been saying to these people? Have you been doing it? Okay, let me see. I have it written here somewhere. Oh, you have a I script? Had write, I had to write myself a script. Otherwise, I was just like, <laughs> In case you forget your name when you ring. Yeah, I mean, that's likely to happen. <laughs> All right, it's not in that pile. But give, it Give was, me a rough um, version, something. So something it's like, like, beep, you're through to the voicemail of Alan at drink.com. Hi, Alan. This is Christina. I'm calling you regarding a tiny watermelon that I sent to your email just a day or two ago. I would love to talk to you about content creation for your brand. I specialize in imagery for beverage companies just like yours. Phone number, you know. And again, this is Christina with Fresh Print Media phone number. Cool. Awesome. I love that. That's great. How do you think we could amp that up for week number three? I don't know. Hi, it's Christina. I've sent you a tiny Bloody Mary. I've sent you a tiny watermelon. And this week I've sent you a tiny whiskey bottle. I really want to talk about making a big impact with your brand. Please call me back. Otherwise, I'm going to have to keep sending you pictures of tiny things. <laughs> I like that. I uh, like the listing the the tiny things because it's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous and fun. And if I got a voicemail like that, I'd be like, this lady... She's she's slightly crazy and fun. Uh, okay, like we'll have a chat and see what happens. Yeah, I mean, especially because that kind of like, because I get amused enough sending the emails that it's not super hard to do. So I think that might actually turn the phone calls to like that level of amusement for me <laughs> <laughs> again. And so then it would be even easier. Yeah, it's when I rent, rung that lady from Johnson & Johnson and said, hi, I'm the guy who sent you the tiny dinosaur. <laughs> she immediately said i've been waiting for you to call i was like uh oh what have i done and she said her staff called her the old dinosaur because of her antiquated methods but we immediately had a connection because i'd sent her something fun that related to her and i think if you can have fun with them make them laugh you're half of the way there they will not yeah. i guarantee they will not be getting other calls like this that's true <laughs> yeah um, so we've had, and there's this whole theory about how many no's you have to go through before you get to a yes. We've gone through two no's or two ignores. Sent an email and called, sent an email and called. So we're making good progress. There is a bit that people admire persistency, especially if it's positive. 
so yeah. I'm really fascinating. I want to see where this goes. And you've got the third one lined up. I would say let's amp it up. Let's start the second 25 if you can find space to do that over the next two weeks. Let's leave those more fun voicemails for the third time. Have some fun, laugh about it. I think you'll make really good progress with that and it'll be a really easy thing to do to leave 25 messages. Hopefully you might actually get through to some people as well this time. It would be nice. (laughs) Yeah, and I think the thing to realise is sales is a process. Sales is a journey and lots of salespeople talk about their pipeline and building a pipeline of business. And what they mean by that is that at the very top, they have to contact people And then they email them and then they call them and then eventually they have a conversation and then eventually they send uh, a proposal Then eventually some people say yes and they've got this pipeline of business. But what we're doing is filling the top currently and it takes a while for filling the top for it to filter through to deals at the bottom, especially when you're selling business to business. That can be a one, two, three, four month process to fill at the top to get down, just depending on where they are with their cycle and what they're doing. Yeah. I think there's probably a bit of timing involved too, especially with content. Like I imagine if you catch someone the right day, it was like, oh, I have to figure out this shoot. And then I, oh, perfect. You know, (laughs) it's like you rung, I need someone. My other photographer bailed. When are you available? Uh, And it's interesting that does happen. But if we're ringing every two weeks and doing that, Like that opportunity will arise. The challenge is keeping the faith. Okay. Well, I'm keeping the faith because what else am I going to (laughs) do? Not like not not doing this hasn't done anything for me. So, I mean, you know, I've got I get some work, but it's off of contacts that I also have to admit that have, you know, been years in the making on their own. Mm. So why shouldn't it take effort? Have you shared your current marketing campaign with some of your existing contacts? Um, I haven't, actually. Like, that could be a fun thing to do. Just, like, wondered how you were. I've been doing this campaign. What do you think? I'm having fun creating content for these brands. Just, like, a way to stay in touch with your existing clients mm. as well. And they can see what creative stuff you've been up to. Okay. I like that. Yeah. And also, I think it's funny. So Yes, it's brilliant. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I want to, in general, kind of post more, just even on social, just like be sharing a little bit more like, oh, I'm doing this project. Because I think sometimes there's people that don't even know what I do. Yes. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And I learned, well, I have to keep relearning this. (laughs) If you don't tell people, they have no idea what you do. And if you don't shout about what you do, no one else will. No one else will. Yeah. And a guy I used to do some work with said, you have to blow your own trumpet because no one else will blow it for you. Uh, And then he had a picture of this guy with a huge trumpet blowing it and playing music, but no one else will shout about what you do. And I, I forget about that. I genuinely do. So I guess second piece of homework is like, do the bit where you contact your existing contacts with this campaign. I think that will work really well. Could you also put it on your social channels with a little bit about what you're up to and what you're doing. Yeah. Like you've created it. You've actually done the hard work already. I feel like you can start telling people through LinkedIn, Facebook and different places. Mm. I always forget about LinkedIn. I should share stuff there. It is the B2B platform. It is (laughs) really is. And this year, especially, whereas Facebook is shutting down the number of people you can get in front of, 
LinkedIn is actively promoting it and it's doing the complete opposite. And that's going to be where all these people are. Have you ever got into the brand groups? So I bet you there's a marketing manager, brand manager. I bet you there is a drinks and alcohol. What's the word? Industry group. I bet there's some different groups. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm going to have to look those up. And then everywhere they look, there will be a tiny melon, a tiny Bloody Mary and a tiny whiskey in front of them with your name. Yeah. And I actually just did the content for a brand new um, product that's launching, I guess, globally. So, you know, that would be a great thing to be sharing out that, you know, basically done the whole everything for it. So, you know, that would be something great to share once we're allowed to share it and be like, oh, look at this. That is absolutely what you need to shout about. Absolutely. (laughs) Even now, if you can have a photo of you doing it, saying I'm doing this for a global brand coming soon, I'll tell you exactly what it is. Even if you can trail what's happening, it'll get people interested in what you're doing. I think I was very, very bad at, I would get so excited by the work, I'd forget to tell anyone what I was doing because I was just (laughs) into what I was doing. Um, And it's remembering to shout about it. Yeah, I think I do that as well. It's natural. You get excited about what you do and then you forget to promote yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's not always the people that are best at doing the work that become successful. It's the people who are best at sales and self-promotion that become successful. And rightly or wrongly, that's the world we live in. And I'd rather just play the game than try and change the world. Like I'm on the mission to change the world in places, don't get me wrong. But there is a little bit of playing the game we've got in front of us. Yeah. It's like, yeah, well, and if you play the game well, then maybe you can have some influence to change things. Exactly. You can change things after you've played the game. Like There's that whole thing. Lots of people want to change the game before they've actually been successful playing it. But if you can go out and play the game, it's incredible what influence you have. Yeah. Cool. So shall we chat again in two weeks and find out if you've managed to clobber any clients with Tiny Whiskey? Yes. Cool. Is there anything else I can do to help you? No, that's a lot of great pointers. So that's the end of episode three. Obviously, I have some points for you to take away. The first is sales can be fun. Like, make the sales process fun. We spoke about this today with Christina amping up the voicemails, the messages. Sales should be fun. And actually, the more fun it is for you, the more fun it is going to be for the people you're selling to. Like, Let's have fun with this. Business doesn't have to be serious. Business doesn't have to be boring. It can be fun. So what can you do this week to have more fun with your sales, with your business, with everything you're doing? Let's not make this a slog. Let's have fun. The second thing I wanted to give you is that no one else is going to blow your trumpet for you. You have to blow your own trumpet. If you're not telling your friends, the people you know, your contacts on LinkedIn, what you're up to, how are they going to know? How do they know what business you're doing? How do they know you're having success? How do they know to tell people about what you're doing? If you're not promoting yourself, no one else is going to do it for you. And the third thing is about getting out of your comfort zone because everything you want in life is outside your comfort zone. Otherwise, you've already have it. If you want to build a business and get sales, you're going to have to get uncomfortable and make calls, send emails, do marketing, talk to people. 
That's just what is going to have to happen. So get uncomfortable. Every day, think about what's the thing that will make me uncomfortable? What's the thing that will help me make progress? And do it and have fun with it. The more uncomfortable you get, the more progress you'll make. So thank you for listening to the coaching series. Tune in for week four, episode four, to find out what happened with Christina, where she's going and what's happening. And please send me an email, leave us a review, tell us what you think of the podcast. Thank you for being part of the Rebel Entrepreneur Journey. You can have any life you want to. Choose to build something cool. Choose to take action. Choose to work to make your dreams become reality. Stand out. Be different. Be yourself. Be a Rebel Entrepreneur.